Hello, welcome to The Buzz with Katie B. heard seasons by layman barnett here on the buzz with kdb just a little snippet of it go check it out on spotify or wherever you stream music literally such a good song one of my favorites at the moment currently but i was lucky enough to get to chat with layman about him and his music career and what's really to come for him and his take just on the music industry today and it was a really awesome conversation that I got to have with him so without further ado this is my interview with Layman Barnett right here on the buzz with Katie B so to start off with can you just like give us a little like a spark notes version of you okay sure um well I, I'd had a I've had a guitar for a really long time um 27 now i've had one since i was about 10 i didn't really start caring about it till just you know about five years ago or so and i was living in stillwater at the time going to school there at oklahoma state and um, just kind of met a couple guys and some engineering classes actually and then uh one was a guitar player and he ended up talking to me and starting to going going out to some open mics and stuff like that and it's basically how i got started playing uh, willie's saloon there on sunday night open mic um, where Garth Brooks started, really. So that's kind of a cool deal. Little sign behind the stage says Garth Brooks played here from <laughs> '85 to '86, I think, are the years on there. But um, yeah, I got started doing that. Um, that was November of 2020. So I guess that was kind of my COVID ag- adventure. Yeah, I was getting into all this music stuff, and then had my first paid gig there in Stillwater at, at the other side tavern, little bar on the east side of town. And um, that was in January of 2021. So just kind of been rock and rolling ever since. Yeah, you, you're kind of like just starting out, which is yeah. like good. And it's like, it's cool how your friend kind of was just like, oh, hey, here, go play. Yeah. And then you just started playing. Did you notice like during the pandemic kind of like a lot of people kind of taken um, more like pursuing music because I feel like I kind of noticed that I don't I don't know that I did and I'm only I'm just gonna say that because I wasn't so involved with the music Mm -hmm. scene right up until I was really I mean I went to like I never went to open mics just to listen or anything like that I really didn't even know they existed um matter of fact but um it but it's it did seem like as soon as I got into it you know, I was going to that one on Sunday nights at Willie's and then, you know, I get to be buddies with these guys there and the guy running it, uh, Trent Fletcher, another Oklahoma guy, a good buddy of mine. He, um, he was running that. And he said, Oh yeah, we're, we do this one on Monday nights up at great white Buffalo. Uh, okay. So then I started going to that. 
Well, then every other Tuesday at that other side tavern, they did a song swap out there, kind of similar, not quite an open mic, but similar deal. So then it was Sundays at Willie's, Mondays at Great White, uh, Great White Buffalo, every other Tuesday out of the other side. And then for a little while, the tumbleweed picked up an open mic on Wednesday nights. So it got to where, I, you know, I was, I got a lot of reps in front of people in a short amount of time, I guess you'd call it, you know, playing four, four nights a week, you know, just at open mics and stuff and yeah it, but it, it seemed like those started popping up and then you know i'd they were like a core group of folks but there'd always be you know some new faces every week and stuff so not so much during like at the height of covid like yeah april may june or whatever that year but kind of early 2021 i i did feel that way but it might have been because i myself was also you know one of those new people mm-hmm. so Kind of, yeah. kind of hard to tell for sure, really. Yeah. Um, and what did you go to school for? Uh, you want the long answer or the short answer? Whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Well, long answer. I went to the University of Tulsa first. I was a music education major. I was going to go be a band director and um, decided I didn't want to be homeless and try to live on a teacher's salary in the state of Oklahoma. So I picked up petroleum engineering when I was there. Well, transferred because the school of music was paying my tuition. I was playing classical and jazz and stuff and um, transferred to Oklahoma State because state school cost yep. as opposed to a private school. Um, was mechanical engineering, minor in petroleum engineering, minor in music. Um, discovered biosystems engineering, which is just a fancy way of saying ag engineering. Um, ended up graduating with that in December of 2018. Uh, biosystems engineering, minor in petroleum engineering. Well, then I got, so I was working full-time in oil and gas, got laid off with COVID like everybody else did. So I went back to school to get my master's in petroleum engineering from Oklahoma State, which is why I was back up in Stillwater. And so I, I just finished my master's in petroleum engineering here in May. So now I'm living in Norman, working full-time, working want, full-time and, you know. Do you want to do music full-time? Like, is that a goal for I, you? I, I think so. I, I think so. Because, and I mean, you know, the, the company I'm with, they're great. You know, everybody I work with is great and everything. And it's, it's nice. They, it's, it's a, it's a normal kind of Monday through Friday, eight to five type of gig, which a is hard to find in the oil and gas industry. So I'm, I'm pretty blessed on that front. And B everybody there is like, Oh, you play all oh, that's awesome. This and that. And so it's like, I can dip out a little early on Fridays if I have to drive a few hours to go play a show or something like that. Yeah. So it's, and they're, they're really flexible with me on, on all that stuff. Uh, if I play close, several of my coworkers would come out and see me and stuff like that. So to answer your question, yes, I think so. <laughs> I, I would, I would like to at some point. Um, it's not quite there yet. Yeah. I've got, I've got expensive habits. So not <laughs> quite too. ready to drop the engineering job. <laughs> <laughs> That's good that like they do support you, like and your coworkers come out and stuff. Not yep. a lot of people have that. Right. So that's really good. Yep. Um, so you've always kind of been interested in music then, just kind of like you said, more like classical and jazz, like kind of like a different aspect to it. Yeah. Where did yes. like you see a turn because you like perform kind of like what would you classify yourself as like an artist um i definitely wouldn't rope myself into the red dirt Mm -hmm. category if 
and the, and kind of the hesitation. I, I haven't done any full band shows, and the reason why is because it's going to be really difficult for me to achieve the sound that I want to produce without a steel guitar on that stage with me. And steel guitar players, you know, few and far behind. If you always want to have a job, learn how to play steel guitar. Yeah. And so I, I've I've been lucky enough to have a couple gigs um, where I've just brought a steel guitar player with me. I played a little bit with uh, Zach Holiday, steel player. He plays for uh, Colton Jesse and Kenny Fiedler, and then um, a kid named Wyatt Wilson, um, who he just got started playing with Josh Ward. And both really talented steel guitar players. And on, I had a little three track EP come out. Zach played steel on those three tracks. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, so I classify myself as really kind of country. I mean, in my free time, I listen to more George Strait than anything else. Yeah. Um, when I'm, if I'm, if I'm playing a cover tune, statistically, odds are it's probably a George Strait tune because I know more of those offhand than any other single artist. So, um, yeah, I, but with my, like, if you listen to the stuff I have recorded, it's somewhere between, like, I've got fiddle, steel guitar, there's some mandolin in there. Um, there's no really rock and roll, any of that going on. But I recorded with the same guy who a bunch of these Red Dirt artists in Oklahoma record with, Dwight Hamlin, up at Classroom Recorders. And um, so it kind of has that. And so he's a, he's a front man for the White Lighters. And so they're Americana, you know, kind of red dirt somewhere in that area. And so there is that influence in the production quality and stuff, which I, I think is kind of cool, kind of lands me somewhere in the middle. But um, so I don't know. I, I, I feel like a, a lot of people would struggle with that question. Where, where would you what would you call yourself? <laughs> yeah. If you were to pick a genre for yourself, what would it be? And like. How does like your kind of like classical and jazz background kind of help you as like an upcoming artist today um a lot of the a lot of the ear training mm -hmm. like if if i can sit and listen to something for a while uh, vocally i can start to harmonize with it and stuff like that and so that's kind of fun you know if we're just doing a little jam session something like that it hasn't really helped my guitar playing much um like I, I understand music theory uh, from a classical standpoint like i can read sheet music and stuff like that but um, I, i'm much more singer than guitar player <laughs> <laughs> so i, I don't I, I play guitar just well enough to get me by like i'm i'm not sitting there playing lead for anybody else and and so it, it's had a little bit of influence but largely just um as far as perception um how i hear things stuff like that I, I guess i'm not sure if that's a good answer or not but i get it and it's good to like kind of have that as well because like not a lot of people have that they kind of jump some jump in not knowing anything so it's nice to have at least at least a little background in music i would say it helps you yeah, yeah. and I, i'd like to at, at some point so i played trombone for a lot of years and i still piddle with it every now and then just keep the chops up but I think it'd be cool to, you know, maybe record a tune one of these days and have a little bit of that in there. You know, Roger Krieger plays a little bit of trumpet, right? And he's he's brought that thing out on stage with him. So, I don't know. Be, be kind of cool one of these days, maybe. Yeah, that would be actually really cool. So, you kind of talked about how, like, you love George Strait. Mm 
But like, other than that, who are some of like your musical inspirations? Um, I'd say kind of the, of this younger batch of guys, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say Cody Johnson, Josh Ward, Randall King is who I'm going to rattle off. You know, if I, if I envision myself doing this music thing full time, like on a stage with the band traveling, it's like kind of want to be like those guys. I like how they're doing it and, and stuff like that. I'm the, yeah. So I, I guess I'm different than a lot of Oklahoma guys because everybody, not, and this sounds like a generalization, like I'm talking down and I'm, and I'm not. Um, but especially up in Stillwater, I mean, that's, that's red dirt country. Like that's where red dirt came from. You got your cross Canadian ragweed, you got the great divide and that's, and it's, and it's badass, frankly. And it's, but it's just not my, it's not the sound I'm, I'm going for. And so I kind of target those types of guys that the guys I just rattled off. Yeah. It's kind of, I guess would be my inspiration. And I feel like it's good to kind of have like a little different, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's good to, cause like you said, they're all like kind of red dirt up there, mm-hmm. like in Stillwater, but it's like, you have like kind of this different sound you're kind of trying to grasp, which is good because it'll make you kind of stand out a little more in your area as well. Now with, uh, I do kind of want to piggyback that with some of the, you know, I, I'm talked a lot about the sound as far as like what's coming from the band. And so kind of instrumentally, but like songwriting wise, I mean, you know, John Fulbright, friggin', you know, I, and I, I've seen your Facebook stuff. I know you're a big fan of J.R. Carroll. Yeah. You know, that, that guy can't hardly miss. Yeah. But and, uh, actually, the, the title track of my little EP is the second song I ever wrote. It's a little song called Take Me Home. And so that's what I, it's the Take Me Home EP. There's two other tunes on there, but. That was kind of, I, I wanted to write a song that just told a story. And so I said, I, I cover more George Strait than anything else, but my favorite song to cover is In Color by Jamie Johnson. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, I, want, I wanted to tell a story like Jamie Johnson does in that song, but I wasn't really sure what kind of sound I wanted. And then I heard Where the Red Fern Grows. Yep. And I was, and so it's kind of my, mashup of the two is that is that take me home tune that those were the two largest inspirations for that song were those were those two songs yeah I think it's so important to be a good storyteller and songwriter in music because that will capture more of an audience I feel as yeah. well yeah and, and that that along with you know just writing from experience, which kind of piggybacks on telling a story because it is a story, your story, you know, maybe parts of it are fabricated, maybe they're not. Um, I got, I've got, I've got one song um, that I haven't put out yet. And it's actually kind of my, I've got it recorded. I'm calling it FOD, uh, which stands for Field of Dreams, which is this house that we used to all hang out at and party at up in Stillwater. And I tell people there's not a single line in that song that's not true. <laughs> and it's, which, and it's kind of, I mean, it's, typical one, four, five kind of blues feel and upbeat. And it's the, uh, my buddies are getting, giving me fits for not writing any songs I can drink to. And so that's what that, I said, hey, here you go. 
That's but, a cool idea. I like that a lot. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to have that one out coming. It'll just be a single hoping to have that coming out about March or so. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. That's great. Um, what do I'm trying to think like, what can people like expect from you going into like this new year? Like, as you said, a new single and are you going to be like doing a lot more open mics? Probably. <laughs> well, I, I don't do just a ton of open mics anymore, which, and if I still lived in Stillwater, I'd, I'd go to some of those every now and then, but I'm, I live down here in Norman now. And the, yeah, it's a, it's a different environment. Norman is in Stillwater and any, any folks that hear this that are from Stillwater, they're, they're going to get a good chuckle out of that. But um, now I, I usually, mo- most weekends, I've, I've got a gig somewhere. So like my, my January is pretty full up. Um, the 6th and the 7th, I'm, I'm playing both those nights, that Friday, Saturday, that 13th, 14th, and the next weekend I'm playing. The weekend after that, I've got taken off. I'm going down. Um, see my girlfriend down in, down in Texas that weekend. So I'm not working that weekend, but then um, the weekend after that, I'll be down in Texas a little bit playing, playing in the stockyards Friday night and then playing down in college station Saturday night, opening up for Trent Fletcher. Oh, that's so kind of, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to do more. I traveled a little bit last year, went to, went up to Illinois, played a few shows, went out to Arizona, played a few shows. And then I'm kind of, the past couple months I've ventured into North Texas a little bit, played at Mill Barn and Justin, played at Rhinestone and Fort Worth a couple times. And so I'm <clears throat> kind of trying to get more of those, more of those going. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing. And I mean, every day, the more I talk to my buddies and you know, people, are like, what, when are you going to, when are you going to put a band together and all this stuff? And that's, I don't, I don't, I don't want to slap a timeline on that just because I don't know when it can realistically mm-hmm. happen. It's such a big jump going from playing acoustic shows to playing full band shows. The the level of commitment is so much higher because acoustic shows, I'm only responsible for myself, right? But if I've got full band, then it's like I need to make sure it's going to be worth these guys' while and everything. Because if they're playing full time, then you know we can't go play a show for free, right? Yep. Because you know they got to feed themselves. I'm I'm in a blessed situation where I don't rely on music to pay my bills to keep my lights on, which is, you know, not the same for a, a lot of these other guys that are out there busting their ass way harder than I am. And um and so it's I want to do that, but it's kind of logistically figuring out. It's like, you know, I need to find the players and stuff like that and then booking and then scheduling for these specialty instruments like steel guitar or fiddle or something like that. You know, those guys, there's not many of them out there. And so if they're playing, they're probably playing with other people too. So you've got scheduling conflicts potentially, and it's just a whole mess. And I'm really just kind of procrastinating. <laughs> no, I think that's kind of okay as well, because like most artists do start out acoustic and then they mm-hmm. move to a full band. And it's kind of crazy. Cause like, I know so many different people who are like, well, I like when this person p- performs acoustically and then another uh, person will be like, well, I like them with the full band. So it's like kind of interesting yeah. to hear like, it'll kind of be if you're in the mood to just sit around and listen to a song or if you're trying to party, right? Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can exactly. listen to the, if you listen to the same song acoustic or with the full band, you know, that's the difference between two stepping on the floor or, you know, 
sitting on your couch drinking a whiskey, you know. That's true. Two That's different, same true. song, two different environments. And so it's just whatever you're feeling, really. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of just going to wrap this up. Is there anything you kind of want to say to any like kind of upcoming artists who want to like start performing? Like, uh, like- sure. I, I, I guess I can. Um, I'm no professional by any means, <laughs> but I mean, it's, you know, like I said, I, you know, I got started with those open mics and that's the easiest, that's the easiest way because they're so, they're so low pressure. You don't have to have a whole set list. You know, a lot of them, you're just playing like three, maybe four songs, some of them even less. And so if you only know two songs, cool, right on, come up, you know, come on with it, show up and play your two songs, come back next week, play the same two songs. Yeah. And it's like people probably don't listen to those songs as much as you do. So it's, it's going to feel repetitive to you, but it's not going to feel repetitive to the people that are listening. Mm-hmm. And if you're worried about people like really digging in and stuff, it's an open mic. The only people that are really probably super invested are the other musicians. And they may or may not be, you know, if I'm laying the back playing on a pool table and it's a close game, it's like, you know, it's kind of background noise at that <laughs> point. Right. But it, and so open mics are, they, they're just the easiest way to get started as well as the networking aspect. You know, you show up, you meet these other musicians and stuff. A lot, some of them be brand new, just like you are. Some of them have been doing it for five, six years. And so they run this open mic to make an extra couple bucks on a Sunday when they normally can't get a gig. Mm-hmm. So you get to meet these guys that have been doing it for a while and, and all this stuff. So at the very least, make some friends out of the deal. And you know, I mean, that's how me and me and Trent met. And yeah. you know, I, I talked to him most days out of the week, really. And, he helps me out with, he got into it before I did. So with like distro kid, the music distribution, I've never done that before. So I give him a call. Hey, how's this work? And so he just kind of walks me through what he did and all this stuff. And, it, and it's nice, you know, having, having somebody to talk to about stuff like that. And you're not going to have anybody like that if you don't ever go meet anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you go, you go, you get yourself a gig booked and you don't know anybody. It's like, you know, you'll play your gig and stuff, but as far as meeting other musicians, especially ones that have been doing it longer than you have, just kind of gaining that wisdom, if you will, you know, learning, learning Mm -hmm. lessons that they learn the hard way. And it's always good to have connections as well. So make, well, even still, you know, I book a three hour gig and stuff. It's way easier if I, you know, have somebody come with me. We turn it into a song swap. Cuts my workload in half and all this stuff. And plus now got somebody else and you're kind of hanging out, cutting up. And and that's always fun when it's somebody you haven't played with before. Mm-hmm. And so they can come out. So like, hey, you know, I, what, what's that song? They're like, oh, that's one of my songs. Like, oh, dang. They're like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't recorded it yet. You're like, oh, that's sweet. You know, and you get to talking about all that stuff. What's your, what's your, you know, what's your songwriting method? You know, all this and that. And you can have all these conversations with, with new people and it's good. I mean, that's, that's how you get better really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learn from others and yourself in the process. Yeah. Music's a social sport. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. I love no our chat about music and everything and guys go listen to your debut EP. Take me home. I'm going to actually listen to it after this because 
I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to now, though. I promise. That's, that's all right. I, I sure appreciate it. But, yeah, I've got that one out. That came out into July. And then, I mean, that's on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, where, you know, YouTube, it's stuff I've never even heard of. <laughs> and then I've got, I'll have another single coming out. It's already recorded. It's just got to come out. And so that'll be either March or April. I haven't set a date yet. It'll be single. Then I'm going to record another tune uh, with this Okie Records group. Uh, I'm recording that here in February. So that'll be coming out on, I'll just have one song on the album. It's a, a It'll be a collection of these other Oklahoma artists. Oh, that's cool. Um, it was, uh, so got guy named Jake Flint passed away here yeah. recently and he was I mean just massive in the Tulsa music scene just a just a hell of a guy and th this was kind of his brainchild was having this Okie Records volume one and it's everybody has an original song it's just all Oklahoma folks and, um, and so he passed and the Okie Records folks they're like okay we need to make this happen like now yeah so we're getting recording started on that here and here in February. It might start sooner than that. I'm going in February. I don't know if they're doing stuff in January. I don't know what the timeline is, but so I'll have another one coming out on that, but that whole, my song will be all right, but that whole album will be, that'll be really awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. It's a great way to honor Jake as well. Yeah. But. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, is yes, there anything you would just like to add at all? <laughs> I, I think that'll do it. I think awesome. that's it. Thank you so much for chatting with me. And guys, definitely go check him out. He has a lot of new music coming, and it's going to be a great year for you, I think. Hopefully so. <laughs> <laughs> and there you guys have it. That is my interview with Oklahoma's very own Lehman Barnett. I'm so happy I got to show you guys him as an artist and as a person. Truly just an incredible talk that I had with Layman and he's so talented so make sure to go check him out on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. Go check him out seriously and I'm going to leave you guys with a little more of Seasons from him and thank you guys so much for listening to The Buzz with KDB and that's just how the bee buzzes. friends pass on mama get sick and you feel all alone